goodies. Goodies. A goodie. Welcome to Art Cinema Fart Cinema Goodies. This is the mini episodes that we do in between seasons, if you want to call them that, of the main show in which we primarily talk about shit films. This, the goodies we talk about and recommend good movies. Simon, what do you have for us this week? Number two <laughs> of my goodie. No, it's number three of... Uh, it's number three of our oh, goodies. Oh, God, I'm already, I'm already f***ing it up. Oh, I'm, I always do this. No, anyway, um, no, my my second choice uh, it goes all the way back to 1970. Shows your goodie. <clears throat> Beyond the Valley of the Dolls by Russ Meyer. Mm. Uh, and it was written by a film critic called Roger Ebert, who... This film was written by Roger? Yeah. I never knew that. Uh, Roger cool. Ebert was a fan of uh, Russ Meyer's films such as Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill, Lorna, Mud Honey, and even Vixen, the first Vixen film. So this is Russ Meyer, who we talked about in episode... Oh, God. I can't, uh, we talked about Super Vixens. Super Vixens. A wee while back. <laughs> Steamy Punk Part 2, it was, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, so Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is his only uh, major studio film. Uh, and it's tame compared to his other stuff. I don't believe it even deserves an 18 rating, to be honest. What's it about, man? It's about a rock band comprised of uh, young women, and uh, they are sort of managed by a close friend guy who appears to be like in a relationship with the lead singer. And they have this... Uh, it's, it's the story, it's the comical story of them climbing the ladder to superstardom and the downfalls that inevitably come with it. That's uh, Roger Ebert and Russ Meyer collaborated and made this film be- between them, uh, writing and directing. Uh, as a, let's make a film about something we don't know about but have an idea about. Yeah, so that's a got, little bit like so in Home Alone, John Hughes made uh, he made Home Alone, but uh, he didn't know anything about being a child with a in a house with bandits breaking in. But he thought, you know, let's go way beyond my comfort zone and make a film in which. I'm a 10-year-old boy, and I'm being attacked by two bandits. He put himself in the place of that child. Of yeah, Kevin and, McAllister. Yeah, yeah and exactly. it was a frightening, authentic portrait, I think. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, but this is, a, this is a frightening, inauthentic portrait. They laugh about the... You know, Roger Ebert and Ross Meyer were having a laugh about the fact they didn't know anything about the culture of hipsters <laughs> and whatnot in uh, the late 60s. But they're going to make a film about it anyway. Roger Ebert, for anyone who doesn't know who it is, he is like he was like a really, really prolific film critic. Uh, one, Probably the most famous film critic like Could be, yeah. in recent years. And he, he died fairly recently. But he um, he was a really amazing film critic and, uh, and he was really quite straight-laced and he had quite outspoken opinions about films and he used to absolutely slate bad movies like in a really big way. And then he had the balls to write movies himself. So it was kind of like... Having the balls to write a film with Russ Meyer and be a Russ Meyer fan when you're that kind of person... Yeah, it's super It's weird. a bit weird. There is a bit of an anomaly there, yeah. I think. But yeah, uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls... You know, I talked to me a bit about Tarantino-isms in, when I was talking about Jim Jarmusch just then, uh, or even three weeks ago, however many you listened to. Uh, <laughs> no, um, this film, again, we talked about this in the Super Vixens episode, uh, Tarantino's got Russ Meyer on the list of people that he's kind of nicked a wee bit here and there from. Oh, you can totally see that in Russ Meyer's films. And sure. uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, I mean, if you're a fan, if you think Kill Bill Volume 1 specifically is your, it's like a great film that you love and Tarantino's so original, you know, Watch Beyond the Valley of the Dolls with that trepidation of you're about to have a bit of your bubble burst in mm. terms of 
it's not actually that original, guys. That's, anytime you watch yeah. it, anytime you watch an old film, an, an old decent film, you'll you'll see Tarantino's fingerprints on it or something. You'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh Tarantino stole yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, like I mean, it's out of uh, it's we. You know, I, I don't want to get into spoilers because that's not the point of this one. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of out of sequence stuff that happens that's so cool and so anarchic. Mm. Like, and you just know. Uh, from the opening credits that you're in for, like what what kind of a ride you're in for? So although... uh, and it's the same thing with Kill Bill, you know, like that opening scene with like you know Bill, it's your baby, and you know, and then it's Nancy Sinatra's song with That's the right. tremolo guitar. So good. Uh, it uh, basically Beyond the Valley of the Dolls opening ticks that box, oh. and it did it in 1970. You know, so yeah. oh baby. Yeah, it's really cool. That sounds cool. And so although um, I was going to say, although this movie is the kind of tamed down version of Russ Meyer, it, it doesn't dilute from his kind of talent, right? It doesn't dilute, and it's probably still quite an offensive film for some people. Okay. It's uh, like I, I would recommend it to Rocky Horror Picture Show fans, but not. I don't like that film, Rocky Horror, so much myself. But if you like that sort of film, I'm surprised. <laughs> give it, a sh- give this one a go as well, because it's that same thing of like it's just wildly eccentric mm. and anarchic. Like I always talk about liking films with that anarchic quality and I actually just lifted it from how Ross uh, sorry how Roger Ebert described making this film because he said you know they wrote the film as they were making it and he was clicking away on the typewriter having shot oh, several so scenes cool. <laughs> and uh, you know he came up the, there's a twist in this film won't spoil it at all but he came up with it he just like looked up from his typewriter and went Ross and Russ was like, what is it? And then he gave gave him the twist. And Russ was like, that's excellent. Write it down. I'll shoot it tomorrow. You know, and, you know, this thing of making up a really bizarre thing. That's just along. going to... That's awesome. Totally, you know, yeah. Uh, the the actor, John Lazar, right. That This is a guy, I talked about him in Super Vixens because he was in Super Vixens for about uh, five minutes or something. You know, his character in this film, uh, I think it's so cool. He, he plays, what is it? Z-Man Bar... Oh, man. Shit. Is it going to mention it on the thing? On the box. Yes, it is. Good, thank God. <laughs> right. The notorious Ronnie Zeman Barzell. Right, he's uh, based on Phil Spector, but it's just the idea of Phil Spector, not what Phil Spector was actually like. They just kind of yeah, went with it. Phil Spector's the Beatles guy, right? No, no, the, oh, the Wall of Sound guy. Yeah, the, that's the Beatles guy. Did he do... Oh, no, he did, actually, yeah. yeah. The Long and Winding Road that That's was, right. like, you know, Let It Be. Uh, That's right. Yeah, he's in the George Harrison documentary. I think of him primarily as sort of the crystals and the romettes and stuff like that, oh, you know, with okay. that boom, 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 tsh, yeah. Anyway. anyway uh, he's, a, he's a sound producer, right? He's a, he's a record yeah, producer. he's a record producer. He's, you know, a bit, st- you know, mental. Misrespect. He, he's known for... He looks like a Bond villain. He's known for, like, uh, keeping people hostage in his house, like... Imagine being the guy though that just flippantly pulls guns on people. <laughs> An actual fucking gun from his drawer, from the drawer of his desk. Hey, fucking two sugars in my coffee. <laughs> I want almond milk. Uh, when, in the, when he did the Ramones uh, album, he did uh, End of the Century by the Ramones. And uh, was it called that? I can't remember. I can't remember. What the name of the fucking album was, but in the in the documentary end of the century, Johnny Ramone talks about how <laughs> uh, he got annoyed with Phil Spe- Phil Spector hanging around with Joey all the time, 
and Joey, the singer, it was just, it was the two of them. It was their show. And he was just like hanging around going, I'm getting a bit bored. I think I'll leave. And he got up and and Phil Spector said, don't you go anywhere. And Johnny, because this is Johnny Ramone, he just went, what are you going to do, Phil? Shoot me? I don't <laughs> think so. And just kept walking. Every other person that uh, Phil Spector's ever done that to probably sat back yeah, down. Trapped himself. <laughs> probably oh, sat back yeah. down and thought, I'm gonna I would it. believe it. He's a creepy guy. <laughs> Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, this, the music that the band play as well. Is it right, wicked? It's, I fucking love those yeah. songs. Right, there's somewhere and around. It's a totally fictional band, yeah. F- totally fictional band. That's, cool. That's like in Scott Pilgrim when the uh, when the band the music the band plays in Scott Pilgrim is so good. Yeah, it's, it's literally Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um. So I would pitch it so, as sort of somewhere around the sort of Jefferson Airplane, fronted by Grace Slick, or uh, Big Brother and the Holding Company, fronted by Janis Joplin. So with the really big female voice there, uh, but and with sort of fuzzy guitars that got the bass right under them, just mm. it was it, the, the songwriting sexy. was brilliant, sexy. sexy Sexy songwriting. The bass guitar player in the band as well, just visually, she's, when she's playing, you're just like, that is a cool, cool lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a woman bassist, eh? Yeah, every, well, like everyone. A lady everyone. It's a total cliche. I can't believe that I'm picking on the bassist for, like, you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. Ru- Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, directed by Russ Meyer. Get it watched. 1970. By next week, or I'll pull a gun on you, Phil Spector style. <laughs> I'll find you. I'll fucking find you. End of goodies three.